Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 22 of Soul Food titled Feeding People. In this episode, we're going to talk about the first teaching of the Prophet in Medina. We'll talk about the importance of feeding people with love. And lastly, we'll talk about even giving water to drink as falling under and within this category of feeding people. We're continuing to look at the divine lights of the prophetic way by Imam al-Sha'arani rahimahullah. And I really hope as we go through these lessons and we're studying this book, that these insights into the spiritual dimensions of aspects of worship are helping us appreciate these various acts of devotion in a deeper way. This next one that we're going to talk about is very important. And it's one of the best ways to show generosity to others and to develop that spirit of giving and generosity that is so beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When the Prophet entered Medina, the first thing that he taught was the following. salam, O people, spread peace. Literally, the salam. And this is through saying, Assalamu alaikum to one another, but also spreading the spirit of peace and wanting others to be granted peace. Is being someone who is an embodiment of desiring good and benefit for one another, which is actually captured in the statement, Assalamu alaikum, peace be upon you. So be someone who spreads peace. Then the next thing he said, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, continuing is, and feed people. This is one of the first things that he taught, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And it shows the importance of caring about others, breaking bread with them, as we call it. You know, that you actually have a meal and you feed other people and you're sharing in this very necessary but deeply intimate act of eating and having a meal and sharing food. Cooking for people is a very personal experience and it actually connects you to the person who made the food, which is why so many people love their mothers cooking the most because it's infused with love. So many years, the one who took care of you and sustained you and put her love into that food and it's unique. No one else's food is quite the same. And feeding others is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because it has such a great impact on people's hearts. So the Prophet the next thing he said is and feed people and then he said and maintain family ties. And this is something that is part of all the religious traditions and all of the previous prophets and messengers came with this message. It cannot be underemphasized. The connections that we have 
through family. We do not cut them off. And then he followed that up, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, saying, Pray at night when people aren't asleep. And all of these various acts of worship that preceded this, the Prophet ﷺ then tells us, you need to have this intimate connection directly with Allah Jalla Jalalu. When everyone's asleep, pray at night and have this one-on-one -on -one intimate discourse with your Lord. What's the result if you do those things? Afshu salam spread peace. and feed people. arham and maintain family ties. pray at night when people aren't asleep. and you will enter paradise in peace and safety. But we're focusing specifically on feeding people and that that was one of the first things that he taught when he entered Medina sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam and this brings us to the next point giving with love one of the greatest stories about the virtue and blessings of feeding others is the story of Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib and Sayyidina Fatima Zahra may Allah be well pleased with them both the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam's daughter and son-in-law they were fasting. They actually fasted consecutive days. And shortly before the time to break their fast, they had a little bit of food. Someone knocks on the door. And it's someone who's hungry. So the little bit of food that they have, they give to the person who is hungry and asking for food. And they go that night without a meal. And then the next day, they fast again. And at the end of the day, they have a little bit of food. And before it is time for iftar, someone knocks again at their door and is hungry and they give the food away. This happens for three days in a row. And every time before they're able to eat, someone knocks at the door and asks for food. And they gave the food away in each case. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us of this in the Quran. And they give food. And this statement in Arabic in the Quran, out of love for him, some scholars say, despite their need for the food, they gave it away. But that the higher meaning that is befitting of Sayyidah Fatima and Sayyidina Ali is that they give the food out of love for Allah to the poor, the orphan, and the captive. Those were the categories of people who came asking for the food. We feed you only for the sake of Allah. Seeking neither reward nor thanks from you. Sometimes it's not always easy to give. If you're hungry, it's hard to share your food. If you don't have a lot of money, it's hard to be charitable. But you should do so out of love for Allah whenever you do it. You should overcome that challenge and any impediments by having love for Allah and saying, Oh Allah, I am giving out of love for you. I am doing this for your sake. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is deserving of that 
and he gives a reward that is far greater than whatever you give for his sake. But actions that are done with sincerity and are done with love, they are the weightiest, they are the heaviest actions in the scales. And this is what we want. We want to be servants who serve our Lord with love. There are people who are going to serve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because He is the all-powerful and has commanded us to. And that is valid. That's definitely a way to serve Allah. But a higher level is out of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that He is deserving of these acts of devotion and He is deserving of our sincerity and our love and appreciation. This brings us to the final point, giving water to drink. The immense reward of feeding people also extends to giving water to people as well. And actually, not just people, but even animals. And we often hear the story of the woman who gave a thirsty dog some water to drink, and because of that act, giving water to a thirsty dog, she was granted paradise. And the Prophet ﷺ, he said in a hadith narrated by Ibn Khuzaymah, مَنْ حَفَرَ مَاءً لَمْ يَشْرَبْ مِنْهُ كَبِدٌ حَرِيٌّ مِنْ جِنٍّ وَلَا إِنْسٍ وَلَا طَائِرٍ إِلَّا آجَرَهُ اللَّهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ If a person digs a well, whenever a living creature drinks from it, whether it's jinns or people or birds, Allah rewards that person on the day of resurrection for anyone and anything that drank from that well. And this, once again, it shows us Allah's generosity is vast. That this most beloved act, which brings us closer to Allah, which makes our hearts prepare to receive divine lights and gifts and knowledge from Allah, that we prepare ourselves and we seek that even in giving water to animals. That Allah is so generous. He is making the way easy for us. We just have to do our part. One of the great companions, Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, may Allah be well pleased with him, he said that people are gathered on the day of resurrection feeling more unclothed and exposed than they have ever been, hungrier than they have ever been, and thirstier than they have ever been. And then he says, whoever clothed another person for Allah's sake, the mighty and majestic, Allah clothes him. Whoever fed another person for Allah's sake, Allah, the mighty and majestic, feeds him. And whoever gave a person to drink for Allah's sake, Allah gives him to drink on that day. So this goes back to that principle that we mentioned before, al-jaza'u min jins al-amal, that the reward you receive is similar to the action that you did when you feed others, when you care about others, when you're generous, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes care of you in your time of need. This brings us to the call to action. Feed someone, but feed them with ihsan. 
have excellence in how you feed them. If you can make the food yourself, that's even better. And serve it to people in need. Whether you volunteer at a soup kitchen or whatever it may be, if you can make the food yourself, do so. And you can even apply that in inviting friends over and cooking for them. Do it with love and do it with ihsan and do it with the intention to be someone who benefits all of creation. That in serving those people and feeding them, you're opening yourself up to be someone who benefits all of creation in a variety of ways. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us keys that open doors of goodness and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses us in his service and makes us a means by which all different types of his creation benefit the birds, the animals, the insects, other human beings, the jinn that Allah makes us a means of mercy and benefit for all. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.